Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Now for our story. In her apartment over the nightclub, Del Shipley and Lisa Fenner sat talking. Outside, the city of Chicago was hushed, awaiting the dawn. The city seemed closed in upon itself, secret, withdrawn. And in Dell's apartment, the same mood emanated from Lisa Fenner. Remembering Aunt Mary's concern for the dancer, her feeling that Lisa needed to confide in someone, Dell had attempted to draw Lisa out. Finally, Lisa had said, Dell, you... you'll promise to keep my secret, not to tell a single person. Yeah, Lisa, I promise. It's so hard. I, I've had this locked up inside of me for such a long time. Ever since San Francisco, that's where it began. Lance and I were doing a spot at the Regency Room there. Yeah, I know the place. Nice. It was just about the best engagement we'd ever had. We'd been going up gradually, making more money, getting more publicity. But the farther we got, the farther apart we seemed to be getting, too. You see, the success had sort of gone to Lance's head. Too bad, but it happens so many times. People get so they begin to believe everything their press agents say about them. Well, Lance began going around with a lot of these wealthy women. They flattered him, and I didn't behave very well, I'm afraid. I was hurt and jealous, and I showed it. We began to quarrel. Then I... I met a man. His, his name was Paul. He was nice to me, and I was grateful. I felt so lonely. With Lance away most of the time. Paul said he was in love with me. Well, was he? Oh, I don't know. I, I thought so then, but the way things turned out later... The old runaround. That was just about it. Well, finally, Lance just left. Walked out. Mm-hmm. So far, the story sounds pretty familiar. Let's just say most men are dopes. I don't know. I certainly made a lot of mistakes myself. Afterwards. I left San Francisco after Lance walked out on me. I couldn't stay there. This man, Paul, had gone to Southern California. He asked me to visit him before I told him no. But then, well, it seemed like a haven. The, the idea of going to someone who said he loved me. Sure it did. I was frightened. I suppose I should have told Lance, but I didn't. You see, I, I'd found out I was going to have a child. I didn't know what to do. Anyway, I went to Paul. He was very kind at first. Yeah, I suppose he was. They generally are. Then a, a friend of his, a girl he'd known before in New York, took a place next to Paul. She was married, but... Well, that's part of the story, too. I didn't know it then, but she and her husband had separated her. Anyway, they weren't getting along. That was why she came to California, you see. She was going to have a baby, too. Oh, brother. Yeah. She was very nice to me. Asked me to stay with her. I get it. And I have an awful feeling that I know the rest of the story. She and Paul began to get cozy again. I didn't realize it at first. You wouldn't. Then I... I began to wonder, little things. You know how it is, Dale. You think you're imagining things, but gradually it begins to grow in your mind. 
You try not to believe it. Oh, you poor kid. Were you in love with this Paul? Oh, I guess I thought so. The main thing was he, re he, he represented a sort of security to me. One person to believe in. After I felt so alone. Yeah. Sort of a rebound. But when I think back, I realize it was Lance all the time. What sort of person was this other babe? The one you were living with? She's... Well, it's hard to describe her. She was very sophisticated. Had lots of money, and... She was much more clever than I am. She had a way of making things look one way when they really weren't like that at all. But I believed her then. I was even ashamed of myself for doubting her. And all the time she was cutting your throat. Well, then something terrible happened. We quarreled one night, this girl and I. Mm, about Paul? Yes. I accused her of being in love with him. She got very upset. It was raining that night. She started out to get Paul. That's what she said afterwards. Wanted him to tell me it wasn't so. There were steep stairs leading to the road. She tripped, fell to the bottom. She was lying there in the rain. I'll never forget it. We called the doctor, of course. But there was nothing he could do to save her child. How did she... Was she all right? Yes. She recovered. But she never forgave me. It was my fault she lost her child. What do you mean? It was an accident. But don't you see, Del? She wouldn't have gone out that night if it hadn't been for me. So that's the story. You think you were responsible. Oh, I was, and for a lot more. Because after she lost her child, she told me about her husband, that her marriage was breaking up, and the child would have made it all right, brought them together again. You can't be sure of things like that. I was only hoping it would. Nobody can say what's going to happen. Oh, perhaps not, I... I don't know, but that's what she said. And I believed her. She said now that she didn't have a child, her marriage would fail. So she told me she decided she wanted Paul. She sounds pretty cold-blooded. She told me Paul was in love with her, and it wasn't her fault. There was nothing she could do. And so you would have stepped nicely out of the picture, leave them to live happily ever after. She gave me an alternative. Oh? was a bargain he made. Oh, if I'd only realized that. If I hadn't been so frightened and confused. But I was desperate, Del. I didn't know what to do. And she made it all sound so sensible, so reasonable. As if there was nothing else for me to do but to promise her. Promise her what, Lisa? Oh, I just wanted to get it over with. So that she'd go away, so that I could forget. She went away. Went home. I didn't know it then, but... She and Paul had arranged something between them. He told me about it later, when we were in Chicago. After she broke her promise to him. She wasn't on the level with him, either? No. That's why he told me. She'd promised to marry him if... If he'd help her get... Get what she wanted from me. And did he? Yes. But she broke her word anyway. That's when he came and told me the truth. 
Paul said he'd never loved me. He just pretended to for her sake. And she never intended to marry him. She only wanted to use him for her own purpose. After Paul told me the truth, I saw him for what he was. I realized I hadn't really loved him. I wanted to undo what I'd done. But there was no way. There isn't any way back for me. That's why I can't go back to life. Because of the crime. Crime? Yes, Del. Wouldn't you call it a crime to give away your child? Give away? Oh, Lisa. That's what I did, Del. I gave my child to her. I gave away my baby son. Del Shipley was shocked by Lisa's confession. But she had no idea of the connection Lisa's story had with Kit Mead, with Aunt Mary and her niece Peggy Douglas. But if you go to Wakefield, Dell, you may understand the significance of what Lisa Fenner has told you. And yet I wonder how much good you can do in straightening out these tangled lives, since you promised Lisa Fenner that you would keep secret what she has told you. <laughs> 